Welcome to the Uncle Yeta Podcast, where I speak on everyday topics you can relate to in the hopes of educating people along the way. Before I get into today's topic, I want to speak a bit about the purpose of this podcast. As I mentioned, I want it to be motivational, educational, and I want it to help people become more self-aware. Now, as somebody who's traveled a lot, I've also experienced a lot, and I know most of you know me for being the joker that I am, but I'm a very serious individual when it comes to my real life. I want to use this platform as a way to share my knowledge and help people maximize their potential. I believe it's extremely important to be self-aware, and a lot of us are so caught up in this worldly life that we barely take time to sit down, evaluate ourselves, and reflect on our circumstances. I'm a very ambitious and well-studied person, but I'm sure we all have similar struggles in life. So in this podcast, I'll be speaking on how I've overcome mine and what I've gone through. Now, majority of you, if not all of you, are here from Twitter. One thing I feel like needs to be addressed is Twitter drama, especially within the Somali community. Now, I wasn't much of a Twitter user, but I started getting into it around Ramadan last year, and I quickly realized how united they are, as to be expected. There's a lot of familiar faces. You recognize these people, they have their little group chats, uh, alliances, and they're very you know, friendly most of the time. Now, personally, I'm a very cultured person, and I was raised to love and respect my Somali people, and my admiration for them is unmatched. Now, as you start using Twitter a bit more, you have the regular generic topics that they cover, which is polygamy, 50k maher, interracial couples, qanis farahs, ratchet halimas, and they're very passionate about these topics because they're not trends. This is real life for them. This is stuff that they go through on a daily basis. When it comes to the simple-minded individuals, this is all they speak about day in, day out. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, the Qabil, right? The people who are obsessed with Qabil. Now, that, that's, a, that's a whole different episode in itself. But they're very passionate about these topics. And when it comes to my close peers, you might see us discussing these things on the timeline, but you'll never see us talking about it in our personal group chats because... We know that it has no benefit. We'd rather talk about how to get ahead in life. <laughs> but not everyone thinks like that. And one of the hardest lessons I've had to learn is you can't expect everybody to think the same way that you do. And not to dive into any individual cases. I might speak on it. If you guys want, I'll do a poll and we could talk about individual people and what went on between us. But um, I would like to cover how it's trendy to be offended. And you get more support for negativity than you do for positivity. You could be sad about something, crying about something, angry about something, and you will get more support for that than people applauding you for something good that you've done. Do you know why? Because misery loves company. And people will be on your side to help you hate on somebody rather than to help you support a good cause. Now, it's very shocking to me because I'm a very happy person. I'm full of life. I wake up in the morning and I say, Alhamdulillah, and I go about my day. And wallahi, I hate nobody in life. And when I go to sleep, I don't go to sleep angry at people. I go to sleep with a smile on my face because I know that tomorrow when I wake up, it's a different day and none of these people are affecting my real life. I can't remember the last time I was sad. I wake up in the morning and I go about my day. I'm grateful for everything in my life, good or bad, because it's made me who I am today. What I've noticed amongst everybody online is it's a crime to be yourself. You're not allowed to have an opinion unless it coincides with whatever is 
acceptable at the time. And if you dare speak on something that goes against what everybody as a collective have a consensus on, then you will be mobbed, attacked, canceled. They'll make sure they find where you live, find where you work. They'll literally sabotage your life and ruin you. They have nothing else to live for. The hate fuels them and they will literally go out of their way to make sure you have no way to even feed your family. And it's so sad, honestly. It's crazy because you will get harassed again and again. And God forbid if they know where you live because I'm pretty sure they would bring that drama to your front door. <laughs> One thing I've noticed is, uh, and I mentioned it earlier, is group chat loyalty. There's people who are in group chats together, maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 of them. And if they decide to attack you as a collective, they will come at you from every angle. And these are people who, some of them could have a big following, small following, it doesn't really matter. As long as what they're saying gains a little traction. Next thing you know, a tweet has a thousand likes, 20,000 likes, just because they decided to stand against you. And like I said, it's trendy to be offended. So if you mention anything that goes against what they believe in or what they believe is right, then they will make sure they come for your entire existence. Now, this is where cancel culture comes into play. And they've tried this on me multiple times, but here I am. And I'm pretty sure majority of them are listening to this podcast now. So, you know who you are. See, they've tried this on me multiple times, but it never really seems to work. The only thing it does is shine light on loyalty and who's really on your side and who's easily influenced by the opinions of others and what people have to say about you. There's some people who've actually been pressured to disassociate with me because of certain opinions that I might have. And my question is, are you controlled by these people or are you in control of your own life? I don't really blame them. At the end of the day, you could be guilty by association and certain things people might be afraid to put their name on or when you, let's say, follow somebody who has a certain opinion, you indirectly endorse their behavior. So I understand why certain individuals might do what they do. But what's shocking to me is the people who I've known for years, I'm talking about 10 years deep, I've known these people. But the moment you speak on something that doesn't sit right with them, they're so quick to burn the bridge with you. And I realized quickly that a simple-minded individual will burn a bridge with you over ideologies. But somebody who is smarter than that, depending on how much they value your relationship, would agree to disagree with you. Only a simple-minded person would want to agree with you every single time. When you're mature enough, you realize that you will encounter people in your life that you don't always have to agree with and you will not always see eye to eye. But maturity is your ability to come to terms with the reality of these situations and look to move forward rather than be held back by them. Because keep in mind, if you're constantly offended by what other people have to say, then you're controlled by their opinion. And the more it affects how you feel, the more control they have over you. And that's pretty shocking if you think about it. So when this first started happening to me, it kind of bothered me a little because it made me question not only my previous friendships or relationships, but even the current ones that I had. And I had to ask myself, how many of these people are going to flip on me the same way these previous people have? So what I started doing is provoking people intentionally to see how they would react. And 
it worked, obviously. Uh, I would say certain things and use certain words in situations that would definitely get a reaction out of them. And lo and behold, the more I did that, the more people started showing their true colors. And it allowed me to use it as kind of a vetting process to separate the sensitive and simple-minded people from those who actually had a functioning brain. And people would message me and say, hey, what's going on? Why would you say this? Or giving me their personal opinion about a certain topic and question me. And depending on who they were, because I'm not the type of person to explain myself. I feel like that's not necessary, especially if the person doesn't deserve it. So I would break it down to them that, hey, obviously, this is not who I am. This is a joke. And as much as I stand by everything that I say, it all has a purpose behind it. But the more that I did it, the more I started getting old because the same people would be coming again and again trying to force their opinion on me or get a reaction out of me or go to the extent where they make fake accounts and steal my Facebook pictures and do all this unnecessary stuff. So what I did was I decided to take a step back. I had a conversation with a couple of my peers and they told me, they said, hey, you might not have a big following, but a lot of people are aware of my existence. And when you're blessed with a position where you have influence over people and you have an audience, you're supposed to use that for positivity use that as a way to motivate people and educate them and try to better them and when i'm not busy triggering people if you take the time to read my threads i actually speak on a lot of important and beneficial topics so what i decided was to start this podcast and most people thought that this was going to be a troll podcast where i'd bring you know daily drama here and talk about latest trends and all of that unnecessary stuff but no my intention with this is to have not just people who follow me on Twitter to listen to it, but people in my daily life, my family, my siblings, and what better way to do that than to try to educate them. And to be honest, I wouldn't change anything. The only thing that I would change if I were to go back was the certain things that I've said to people that they took to heart because there's a lot of people who still feel offended by some of the things that I've said to them. And I understand, and honestly, if they messaged me today, I would make peace with them. But they decided to block me and shade me, stop tweeting me and all of that. It's whatever life goes on. But at the end of the day, I want this to be a stepping stone or a changing point in my life where I stop triggering people on purpose, but rather trying to be a positive impact in their life. And I want to thank everybody who took the time to listen to this. And moving forward, I'll be dropping episodes probably every week or so and cover important topics that affect us as a community. Peace.